What is up, everybody? It's time for another movie review. Today, we are jumping into Doctor Strange. Um, and uh, with me are my other multiverse hosts, Joel. Do you know if, if okay? So what I want you guys to do is introduce yourselves and tell me what your universe would look like or not look like. Like, um, mm, oh, I should have thought about this better. All right, I'll run with it. Then we'll pass it to the other guy. All right. So my universe would be like a technologically oh, advanced. Actually, hold. Type. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you. I'm gonna cut you off. I'm gonna. I got a, I got a better oh, idea. Bitch. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I got a better idea. Okay. So. Uh, what I want you to do is I want you to tell me if in your universe Morbius was the number one movie in America. Oh, we're doing this now. Okay. Because in my universe, uh, Morbius outsells Avatar and no, and, uh, is it No Way Home? The most recent Spider-Man, right? No Way Home. There you go. It's a billion dollar movie in my world. So in my eyes, it's it's morbid time. So in 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 your universe, does um the polar opposite happen, where instead of getting morbid memes, we get webbing memes? That's right. It's webbing time. Oh no. Oh. Okay, Joel. How did Morbius perform in your universe? You know how they re-released it and only made eighty six thousand dollars. When they released it the first time, it made $86,000. When they re-released it, it made $860. That's how it did in my universe. When, then they, when they re-released it, they had to pay you to come and watch it. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what happened. Did you know that they removed the end credit scenes? I did see that. They did? Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, of course, we are here with our other great co-host, Mr. Brian. Hi, how are you? You know, I, you know, all morbid aside, I, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm ready to uh, hop into a different multiverse that's not that one. So I'm excited. I know we all thought about it. You know, we were going to do a full Morbius, you know, review. It was going to be the best movie ever. We went in and I think. I think we just had too much to say about the movie that we just couldn't bring ourselves to record a podcast. So instead, everyone out there, we're going to settle for Doctor Strange this week. We're going to do it in place of Morbius. We're making, the, for you guys. we're making the sacrifice for you. Yeah, this how is How much is you. Sony paying you guys? I didn't get this money. Where, where is this coming from? Oh, you didn't see? You didn't see oh, the big fun... I talked major shit about that. So. You didn't see the big fun check that came in the mail? Yeah, Jer- Jared not. Leto hand-delivered that check to me and Brian. It smelled yeah. kind of funny, but, you know, I just kind of... <laughs> smelled like a uh, dead animal? Oh, no. Anyways, on. like I said, guys, we're here to not to talk about shitty Morbius and how bad that movie was, because we know we all know <laughs> what it is. But we're here to talk talked about about the second movie in the Doctor Strange universe and there and then some. We're here to talk about Multiverse of Madness. So, you know, this movie just came out in May and really pretty, pretty mixed reviews. I feel generally really, really positive. But, you know, I'm so curious to see what you guys thought. I know I had. Of course, my opinions, you know, guys, you guys know how, how I am about 
everything. So let's mm-hmm. just get into it. Joel, how about you go first? Um, like a wide wide net. Um, yeah. Let's just I'm... go. Like, let's just go. Like, how does that make you? Like, how did the movie? Like, what you know, us tech. The cal- technical stuff aside, like how did you leave that movie theater? Uh, did you end up watching it more than once, or did you just watch I it the one time? I actually did not. I planned to, and I actually didn't. I probably will watch it again when it comes to Disney Plus. I know my wife watched it again, and she said it was more digestible. But having sat with it for this long, um, I think it was a fun time. I put my standards way too high for that movie than it than mm-hmm. I needed to. I should have just went in and, and just turned my brain off, kind of enjoyed it. And that I think I would have enjoyed it even more. But it was very divisive for me because I feel like they were trying to do too many things and not have it flow well. Like, it's fun. There are some amazing moments. But I feel like it's, um, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I, I can't put the word right now. It's blocky. That's the word I'm going to say right now. It's just... Right now, it doesn't feel right, but I bet if I watch it again, it'll probably flow better. But that's my initial thoughts right now. And and you guys, how, how, how many universes out of 10 would you give it? Uh, at the moment, like, because we haven't fully talked about Flesh It Out and I haven't reflected too much, I'm going to say 7 out of 10 universes. All right. What about you, Brian? How did you feel about uh, leaving this movie? Um, I, I enjoyed it. Um, is it my favorite MCU movie? No. Um, I don't know. I think, I think by now we, we've, we've done enough reviews to know that I am slightly easily to, easy to please when it comes to, um, like comic book movies and stuff like that. Um, so I, definitely leaning on the more positive side um like i knew like the when you hear the words multiverse of madness you know it like our imaginations run wild because you always expect like okay there's gonna this is it this is when they're gonna rip the band-aid off and they're gonna go and it's like in retrospect i'm kind of glad they didn't because if they went full force into the multiverse i think it would have probably set a lot of of the more casual movie watchers kind of in a confusing spiral of just like what's going on i don't know what i don't know what this is why am i watching this kind of kind of deal um i i thought it was interesting i you could tell that this movie was still suffering from um you know, COVID production a little bit. There's there's a little little things that kind of, you know, could have looked better. Um, but I'm not going to fault them for that just because it's just how it is. You know, this is how movies and TV have been kind of for the past few years. So we're still kind of in that little rut. Especially because I think this Multiverse of Madness filmed last year. It finished last year, so it finished last setting year. the sta- setting the stage a little bit. The movie started in January of 
I'm sorry, November of 2020. Oh wow! So it was damn. So it was kind of like it was definitely a pandemic movie. It was definitely like in the middle of all that. So they started in November and then they restarted in January of 2021. Not a huge break. Um, oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting that mixed up. They started in November. They paused in January and then they restarted in March of last year. And then they kind of finished like around mid-April. So there definitely was, you know, of course, we were still kind of in the thick of it when it came to like, you know, how, how they're processing COVID and stuff like that mm-hmm. in on production line and the stages and movie production and how they're doing all that. Okay. Um, but I don't think... Um, uh, I I mean I don't think it played a huge difference because it's not like they started in 2020 and then like stopped for a okay. whole year or anything yeah. like that. Uh, I, I am super curious to see because this movie is directed by Sam Raimi, which of course yes. we all know is really well known for being you know one of the you know he's got some crazy ideas. Yes. He did the original Spider Man that we all grew up with. He did Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. You know some oh. some great really out there really really. Um, kind of very cult almost movies right that people really know sam raimi so here's why i am in more favor of this movie just because uh i love sam raimi movies like evil dead was always my thing like i i've you know we all grew up on spider-man so it seems like marvel just kind of lets him kind of just spread his legs Cause his this is this is the first superhero movie he's done since Spider Man three. Like he he pretty much almost sworn off superhero movies or almost movies in general uh, after Spider Man three. So it was kind of nice to have him come back and it. Like yeah, is this was Multiverse of Madness not you know the most exciting thing in the world? No, but it's nice to kind of see him enjoy the process again, and you could tell because his filmmaking styles throughout the years are all being represented in this one movie. Like you have the campiness of the original Spider-Man movies. And then when you get farther into the movie, you kind of shift into that old horror that the original evil dead was. And then fast forward to like army of darkness style, like near the end of the movie where you can kind of see those zany kind of like zoom in like close up shots and like the, the Sam Raimi S like camera angles and kind of like effects uh, that he does. So I, by the I per- way, guys, this is a full spoiler cast too. So just uh, keep oh, yeah. that in mind as we're talking about this. We are gonna talk about the this movie kind of as depth as we want. So you know, I'm sure if you're here, you must have seen the movie by now. If not, then you know it's coming on Disney Plus own. soon. Yeah, exactly. Um, you have been warned. But kind of what I was getting at is I was very curious to see because Sam Raimi replaced Scott Derrickson, who directed the first Doctor Strange movie. So I'm super curious to see how different the movie, the end product would have been if mm-hmm. Scott hadn't stepped down. Like, I I really would love... I'm always curious about that kind of stuff. Like, what if? Like, what, what if, you know, he would have stayed on and finished the movie? And, and like, how different would, the, would these movies have been? Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, for me personally, I, I enjoyed the movie, but I'm kind of sitting with Joel uh, on the score. I would probably give it like a, a good, a, it's a, definitely a solid seven. It's not any worse than that for sure. Um, 
uh, there are definitely a lot of scenes, you know, for me, of course, you guys know that I'm always like looking at the small, like technical side of things, how things look. Um, and I, when I first walked out of the movie theater, I had, uh, and, and I've mentioned this before, like on Twitter and stuff, but like I had a terrible movie theater experience. Oh, uh, I remember. Our, yeah. Our yeah. movie theater sucked ass. Like we, the three of us saw this, uh, movie together, but like, it was hot as fuck in the movie theater. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it was me or some, maybe in the, where I was sitting in the movie theater, but the movie just seemed so quiet. Like I had like the, the audio balance was something was like really funky for me, but I don't know if you guys had a similar kind of experience for it, but just something seemed you, out of place. Correct me if I'm wrong. You, you were like sitting almost near the end of the row. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like essentially out on the, uh, uh, in the aisle, yeah. So th that probably had something to do with it, because like, I mean, we weren't we weren't at like a, a a fancy movie theater. We were just we just went to our local movie theater. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the balance was off, especially where you were sitting, because we because we normally do the 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 center row, or the middle of the row kind of thing, and that usually kind of gives you the full effect. Yeah, and and so I think that's what it is. So maybe when it comes out, I'll listen. I'll listen to it with like, like my I have like uh with like my headphones on something where I can really get immersed into it. Since I'll be uh, traveling while that when that movie comes out, I'll be able to just put my headphones on and watch it or something. Um, but you know there were some cuts in the movie and some storyline stuff that I felt was very, uh. I, that needed a little bit more exposition. Now people are always complaining that movies are too long these days, that they're too long. I would have liked for me personally, I think this, well, this movie was already about two hours. I would have loved the extra 20 minutes, 30 minutes of exposition just to get a little bit more in depth. I feel like we could have gotten a little bit of more character development from other characters that are in the movie. There's just a lot of little things that are just, you know, they just kind of stack up in me for me. Uh, and, and it kind of sucked because Dr. Strange is my favorite Marvel movie from the original, uh, from the original 20 something Marvel movies that we've had in the past, you know, decade plus. Mm -hmm. So, um, there are definitely things in this movie that I absolutely love. Like the acting was great. You really like literally it's no fault of any of the actors because they all crushed their roles. I feel mm -hmm. like uh, Elizabeth Olsen was amazing. Oh, God, I thought that yes. they wrote I, I, I and I can't, and I've heard it before. I've heard other people say it before. I really wish this was like like a Scarlet Witch movie and not a Doctor what? Strange movie. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? Like this is more about Scarlet Witch and her continuing struggles from wandavision and endgame and stuff like that but like god they just oh, they, they just you know her she was my favorite she definitely killed this movie for me like she was yeah. so awesome now i'm hoping because there have been rumors that there is um a scarlet witch being in pre-production at the moment but it's nothing official, but there's heavy like insider rumors that they that there is a Scarlet Witch project being in the process of. So hopefully, because yeah. because if we can expand upon where she where she ends up, 
in this movie and kind of have it be like a rebuilding stage for her to kind of like shoot like shoot off to a, a new level that'd be fantastic so let's talk about the movie yeah. um so i mean i guess we can just kind of go through it chronologically and kind of uh break down the movie you know in pieces that w- it's been a while since i've seen this too so it's a little tough but like movie opens we see uh Doctor Strange with um, somebody that we don't know who it is yet. I mean, if I'm sure if you watched, if you knew the trailers and all that, just of course you knew who it is, but the audience doesn't know yet, right? And they're just running through this weird, crazy kind of like, uh, you know, like floating dimension being chased. You know what's funny is when I, when I saw it, I thought it was one of the things from the Eternals, uh, one of those monster things. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of where I thought I was like, oh, what what's that doing there? Like, that's crazy. I forgot what they were called. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, the so they're being beast. chased. <laughs> eternal beast. The eternal beast. <laughs> you know, you, you know. Um, and so being chased, being chased, and then they're looking for the book of Vishanti, which I guess is said to help. America Chavez controller powers is that right? It's basically like the the ultimate like sorcery book. It's it, like everything that is like magic can be found in that book. Mm, okay. So that happens. You know they're being chased, and uh, Doctor Strange starts to. Mm, starts to I'd say he like starts to siphon the powers that America Chavez has and he actually uses a line from No Way Home this other Doctor Strange um, he's like in the grand calculus of the universe in order to make sure this universe uh, pulls through we have to you know sacrifice you it's like oh shit this Doctor Strange kind of sucks <laughs> but um but he, you know, he has his logic. You know, he's a very pragmatic, you know, grad calculus of the multiverse, whatever. But, of course, before he is able to go through with it, uh, the, as they call him in the toy line, this Defender Strange is killed, actually. And um, America Chavez is able to escape. But um, what happens is uh, uh, America Chavez opens up a portal and is able to go to the universe we're familiar with, the MCU universe, and lands there. I think then it goes to title or the title screen. I think I remember correctly. I believe it it goes directly into our Doctor Strange waking up from like a very heavy like not not so much a nightmare but an intense dream because it 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 transitions in a way to make it seem like it was a dream of his. Oh yeah, right. He essentially he wakes up. He thinks it's a dream, but I guess it's just him seeing that 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 dimension of himself, like with what happened. Yeah. But he's brushing it off as like a nightmare. Yep. Um, and of course, at this point, you know, it's been a couple of years since everything happened with um, with uh, Endgame. Years, 
Yeah, it's been some time. It's 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 roughly it's been at least explained like at least been at least a, a couple weeks. Because this this happens after um, one division, so it's WandaVision. it's it's at least been roughly over five months after uh, Infinity War mm-hmm. or Endgame, I should say. Yeah, so uh, you know he wakes up and then he's getting ready for uh, the wedding, right? Whose wedding are we going to? We're going to Christine's wedding. But it's not him getting married. No, <laughs> nope. no, no, nope. no, no. It's, uh, yeah, he's a, I think that, so I, if you guys were in that situation, you know, it's the person that you love, you know, I, we, like, he gets blipped. He's been gone for years. And now, would you guys have gone to that wedding? Like, if it was you, would you guys have stayed away? What, what do you, how would you have approached that situation? I mean, Joel, you answer first. I'm going to think about it for a second. Uh, I probably would have went and been a fucking asshole. Not gonna lie, <laughs> I'd be I'd be pretty uh, spiteful, but I would still be respectful at the end of the day. If if that you know if I got blipped and invited to this <laughs> this wedding. Well, what's you know what's really interesting is that there he's sitting in the church pews, right, waiting for the ceremony to start, and the other doctor, uh, and I forget his name. But, you know, he has a lot to say to him uh, because he was, of course, you know, Dr. Strange was one of the biggest reasons why the snap happened. Right. Because he told the one he gave up his time stone. Right. He gave up his yeah. exactly the one scenario. So, you know, he had a lot of uh, he had kind of a lot of bad feelings towards Strange for his role in what, you know, in what happened. So I thought that was pretty dark. I mean, in general, the tone of this movie is a lot darker than any other MCU movie that we've seen. Oh, yeah. And and I felt like that that attitude was pretty, pretty crazy, too. Like, oh, like, you know, you kind of fuck some like, yeah, you saved the world, but you kind of fucked me over like in the end because he just seems so like broken down. They They did a very good job of kind of showings like yeah they saved the world but there is still this like consequence right it's everything it's not squeaky clean it's like oh yeah you guys saved the day it's like hey yeah you saved us technically but it's like it's been five years yeah you kind of we've been kind of fucked for a while and especially right. people that got snapped like they came back like nothing happened but like shit happened and they had to deal with that without the help of anybody you know, I love seeing that too. Like, you know, like when, and this is kind of taking a quick aside, but like in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know, um, he's a hero. Oh, you're a hero. You're a hero. Oh, but you've been gone for five years. So yeah, we can't help you. Sorry. You you have no money, you know? Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see that kind of dynamic Oh, got a little, got a little coughing fit. Choked on my spit. <laughs> Anyways, happens to the best of us. It's uh interesting to see the world and how it treats people who they didn't choose to be blip, but they were. Like you come back and it's like you have no job, you have no standing. It's like you know what do you exactly, do? Exactly, exactly. It's it's and. 
the conversation like post this movie has like brought up even like more kind of like debate and it's like okay well was it like the one solution because it because you have to remember um when strange was using the time stone and using the eye of agamotto he can only see into so many futures where he's alive yeah and they kind of explain this in this movie where like you're seeing other versions of you for different dimensions when you dream so it's kind of like okay yeah you're seeing into the other dimension or other realities but it's only up to the point where you live so it's they kind of show that it like his reasonings can be flawed even though he is the hero yeah exactly so you know christine gets married we're kind of at like the little cocktail hour and then shit starts to happen outside, right? Shit's going down, shit's going down. And for some reason, I don't know what the obsession is with this scene. Doctor Strange, Steven, jumps off of the balcony and is, like, flying down and immediately, like, transforms into his, like, into his, like, super suit, right? And, oh, and yeah. I don't know, I don't, I don't know what, it, I don't know what the hype is about that. Like, okay, cool, like, he's getting into his robes, like, all right, cool, like. I guess you don't want to fight in your tux because I wouldn't. But like, what is it? Like, can you guys shed some light on that for me? Like, I understand. I have no clue what it is. I'm just going to say it was just a nice transition. He he does a little twirl. It just he just took the moment. And he, he was in it. I think people just enjoyed that nice little moment. He was a little show off is what he was. Oh, definitely. That's the strangest. Hey, thing. That's this strangest thing, you know? Hey, man, you know, you're. Yeah, you live in New York, and you've seen a lot of shit at this point, but average Joe, at the end of the day, is still going to get hyped as fuck when they realize that they're standing next to one of Earth's mightiest heroes. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to have a hype bro at least every once in a while. But, but can I just, can I just, like, bring up, um, a... A subtle reference and yet it's still kind of fresh as far as um the creature that uh they fight in the scene oh yeah yeah um shoot what was its name the weird gargantos or gargantos the weird like yeah the weird octopus one eye thing did they, they, they call it Gargantos in this movie? I I don't think they gave it a name yeah. in in that, but that's what it was just called. But um, yeah, because it's it's technically a re pre existing um villain or at least like monster. Uh, I think Shimagorath. I believe that's what it was called. But like it, it was like their own twist on this on this pre-existing like Marvel villain, and it was pretty cool to like kind of see it in action. Even though, like even though yes, at some points you can kind of you know tell that you know some some things were kind of off a little bit. But like what like what can you do? Yeah. Um, but of course, this is when um, I guess 
multiverses collide for the first time in this movie? Yes. That yeah, because um America is, you know, running away, running away from that monster. Doctor Strange, you know, kills it after, you know, some some fun fighting. It was a pretty good action scene for sure. And, you know, they have a conversation about where she's from and uh you know, this is definitely the Wong verse for everybody. He's just everywhere, he's got his hands in everything. And oh, yeah. um so they take he she takes him to his dead body of himself. That's the first time that I guess he's, he he encounters it with himself with another Doctor Strange. <laughs> and uh, and then it gets really crazy, right? Because then now he needs some help. So we go and we are taking a visit to our favorite Marvel hero. Wanda, which if we if you guys remember was also this scene was kind of already in the in the post credits of WandaVision, right? Yes. There was like a little mm-hmm. little little clip of it. Yeah, she was like in like this little like countryside, you know, solitude in her like little cabin. And like you re- like it's like all looks normal and then you realize, oh wait, you know, she's you know <laughs> reading from the dark hold it's like uh oh this is gonna be interesting mm-hmm. so the what the dark hold and this whole time this whole you know what's funny for me this whole movie with the dark hold and the book of uh and the book of ashanti i'm like is this the mummy <laughs> like it's the same it, it's you know the whole time i'm like they're just missing that like the that like key to be able to unlock the fucking book and I'm like, the whole time that I was watching this movie, I was like, oh, man, I really want to go watch The Mummy right now. <laughs> I felt that I way. I just want to say really quick, in order to get to Wanda, just a little plot, Bill, um, there are runes on the dead stranger's body. It's like, oh, who knows runes better than I? Scarlet Witch. Well, I mean, they don't exactly say Scarlet Witch, but they say Wanda. But, um, it's interesting because at the time, we don't know it, but it's like, okay, I'm just going to bury myself. And we're not going to think about it. And I certainly didn't. But we'll, we'll come back to that later. To, to a cool point. But yeah, fast forward. We're going to go see Wanda. And then. He's asking, we find, and then very obviously we find out that she's trying to. She is the one who sent those monsters after America and the other Stephen Strange. Because she wants her powers to be able to get to a universe where she can be reunited with Billy and Tommy, which in WandaVision, they are not real. They are just a figment of her, you know, powers that she generates when she takes over the town. And so now she's looking for uh, a way to be able to get there, which we learn is America Chavez's powers because... Her powers allow her to jump through the multiverses. That's what she wants, and that's what she needs. Um, and so, of course, you know, that's a very villainous thing to do. So, Oh, boy, you know, yeah. Do- Dr. Strange is not down for that. So he's like, uh, nah, 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 we can't do this. You, you can't, so... We're gonna we're gonna go take her and hide her to Carmartage. Like that's gonna fucking make a difference. <laughs> and 
like and and she, they're gonna try to protect America. Dude, I just want to back backpedal a little. Um, what's really interesting is like, oh, they're getting along. They're Avengers. They both use magic, right? What you know, for the average viewer, it's like, oh, this is cool. You know, they're gonna work together and you know help America Chavez. But then there's a little a little nugget that's like, oh, they're talking. It's like I never revealed her name, right? It's like, oh shit. So she's already, as you said, Marcel, she's already really invested getting America Chavez, and then she reveals that whole area around her, which is supposed to be like a blossoming, you know, forest of trees, very beautiful, serene. It's fucking painted, dead, not looking very good. Look like some bloodbender shit. Life is drained from it. Um, it's yeah, like, it, oh. it looks like hell. It, it literally looks oh, like yeah. hell. And it's just like, oh. We, you know, it's clear confirmation that, oh, this is not going to be a let's work together. It's a you're going to work for me situation. And, yeah, they go back to Comertage to protect her because, yeah, Strange is like, nope, I'm going to protect her. Sorry, not going to hand her over for your selfish needs. And they go to Comertage. Which I'm really uh, – oh, I, I just want to say this real quick. I was actually really surprised that they just went in right away because mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but my assumption was that they were going to team up at the first half of the movie – and then something was going to happen to where uh, Scarlet Witch, you know, flips and then starts to become like the villain Scarlet Witch. But like they just went in. It's like, oh, she's the villain of this movie. Like she definitely from like we like there is no hiding that she no. is the villain. It's like, nope, time is money. Like we 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 know that like, nope, I want her dead and I want her now. Like there's no in between. It's like I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> let's see where this and, takes us. Hell yeah! And now we go to probably one of my favorite scenes in this movie is when they are at Carmitage getting ready to defend defend it from Scarlet Witch. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's Elizabeth Olsen, and I just don't know what to do, but. The scene, the scene where everything's happening, there's no, there's going to be no way to resolve this without violence. Like, right, nothing's going to happen. Like, I'm going to come and fuck shit up. The scene where the shields are up and she's attacking and attacking and she finds that one sorcerer. One weak spot. She can, she, the one mm-hmm. weak spot who she, she can get into their mind and just tells her, tells them to run. And, like, that scene had so much power behind it it was uh so and it like, broke everything down so remember in the first suicide squad movie when they tried to do that special fancy shit with enchantress to make her look cool and menacing this is what they yeah. wanted to do <laughs> Dude, you, you didn't think enchantress was cool in the suicide squad i am enchantress. I mean, the, I mean the first half she was cool yeah, second she half she was. She got kind of lame. All right, good point. All right, I see. But you like, just like the fact that just in her in like using her mind, just like got into him, and then they did the effect where she just kind of sweeps in behind and just like Ooh, it's just the so way clean. it was. It was so clean. That's what it was. Is it was filmed so cleanly that it's like, oh shit, like this is crazy, and you know they're running away, running away, and when. That scene where Doctor Strange traps her in the mirror dimension, oh. and then she starts using, she starts like 
teleporting through like the reflections of things like that is that is sam raimi right there that is what he's good at that is his bread and butter right there is that type of you know what's and what's great about sam raimi movies is, is that they're like horror movies but they're they're not like unwatchable horror movies they're just really great practical effects really great you know they're you know they're gory and they're violent and you know, we'll go back to it. This 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 movie was very violent <laughs> for for being a Marvel movie. The most violent Marvel movie to date. So uh, violent. You know, there's this movie was a horror movie. Uh, I feel there's just so many horror elements that, like at the end of the day, with cause there's jump scares, there's you know people, you know, there's just well, and we'll get to the other stuff, but her coming out of the TV, like the thing from the, the, the ring oh all my contorted. God. It was like, like nobody oh. expected that. All like cut up from the glass and like the glass. Oh, you hear the, like the bones oh snapping God. back into place as she like Ugh. fixes herself. Like, Oh fuck. She could have easily won this movie in like two minutes. Like if she, if she, had, <laughs> she, yeah, she did not. Yeah. She did not. Yeah. Like if America Chavez yeah. wasn't there to like dimension hop, Blo- yeah, everybody would have died. Oh, totally. Yeah. So then, you know, in that scene, America takes her and Steven through a through the multiverse, which is a really cool scene too. As they're getting kind of like transported through, you see all the different ones, um, mm-hmm. which you know there's. A lot of people saying, oh, they traveled through Mustafar. I don't know if you guys saw those, like, little Easter egg type of thing. Not in this movie. I I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, because you do see, like, a lava planet, but that, you know, I'm not not one day. I I did see they actually did do a, like, Disney animated world where they're all all colored up like a Disney animated movie. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I didn't catch that. See, it It was was very very quick. It was very quick. Yeah, so super quick, super quick. Mm -hmm. Saw someone did a uh, screen grab of a world where there's hydro blimps in the sky. I didn't (laughs) even catch that the first time. Like uh, the Red Skull one. Yeah, just people, people, man, they catch that shit super fast. Yeah, we go through what, 10, 12 multiverses. They phase in and out of being physical or not, and then they land in another universe, right? Yep. They land another universe. Everything is kind of backwards-ish. Um, and then, you know, just a couple things happen. We see Bruce Campbell, who is a, a pizza ball vendor, and is um, he gets, like, a spell put on him where he just beats his own ass, which, you know... Re- reference? Some people... Yeah, go ahead. Which... I just want to point out that is actually a reference to the Evil Dead series because there is a scene where his hand gets possessed and yeah. it keeps slapping him, and then that's when yeah. he had to cut off his hand. Yep. So it was and... it was like a nice little like throwback. It was great. And then you know he finds the uh, the sanctum of that universe, multiverse, whatever we're calling it, and. Um, you're gonna have to remind me, Joel, of of the guy's name who's watching oh. it. So, when they get to the Sanctum Sanctorum, they find um, a statue of Doctor Strange. You're like, wait, why is there a statue? Right? Did something happen? And we find out 
you know, Baron Mordo appears, his uh, Doctor Strange, one of Doctor Strange's arch rivals in comics, and of course in the last movie a little bit, right? They hint at it, and um, it's like, oh, Stephen, you know, in this multiverse, you're the one who kind of gives the ultimate sacrifice. That's why you're, you know, the statue is here, and like, you know, I'm so glad you're here. We're here to honor you and stuff. I, you know. I'm so glad, you know, we're going to work things out and I know what you're doing, right? Essentially, like, I can come help you. Leads him into the sanctum. It's like, oh, Baron Mordo's on my side, right? This has got to be good. But, you know, <laughs> it, it's too good to be true, of course. They share some tea. Most British thing they could do together. Um, <laughs> nice little cup of tea, relax, and then, you know, fucking Mordo drugs him. It's like, oh, shit, he doesn't actually like Stephen Strange, but we should have known that, right? But it's just like, oh, you know, he came all... You're my brother. I trust, you know, I love you. I trust you. Anakin, I'll do anything for you. Um, but it's, we get a really nice twist, of course, you know, because it's a horror movie. You never know who's really on your side, right? Until pretty much the end or near your your end. And then we, you know, we fast forward. All of a sudden we find Steven and Mecca Chavez caged up. And we find out that uh, Christine is the one who created those like handcuffs, right? That that they're wearing that that block his powers, like magic dampening handcuffs. Right, like right, that. right. So you know, all that happens. We find out, you know, that um, that Doctor Strange is no longer on that Earth, and you know he gets taken away by some robots. Which I don't I don't know if they're supposed to be anything specific, but they look like the um, go for it. Um, they are the Ultron drones. They are the Ultron drones. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we are introduced to the Illuminati. What did you What did you guys think about the Illuminati? Uh, the kind of the the introduction of those characters. Uh, let's have Brian go first, then you, Marcel, then I'll go last. Um, well, I guess we'll just get this out of the way because we all knew that, you know, Patrick Stewart's Charles Xavier, or at least a version of Charles Xavier was going to be there. Right. Um, but to see that they kind of went for the, the nineties X-Men like animated version, but in live action was really cool with like the, mm -hmm. the sleek, like yellow, you know, hovering wheelchair coming in but um yeah the cast that they had for the uh the illuminati was actually surprising because i remember everybody was like oh you know tom cruise is gonna be in there he's gonna be sensational iron man it's gonna be great killmonger's it's gonna be there <laughs> all the, the rumors all the rampant rumors but like can i just say that oh go ahead oh, no no go for it no go for it go for it can i just say i think it was awesome that they brought back Anson Mount to replay back Black Bolt. That was cool because, like, at first that I was... was so cool. I felt so bad for him because you know he did that Inhuman show on TV that got canceled so fast, but they kept him. Like mm -hmm. he came back to reprise his own character. Like they didn't recast it. Um, I thought it was super cool. I mean, we already kind of knew that Peggy was going to be there because of the trailers. You know, everybody saw the shield, so we knew that was happening. That was cool. Uh, that was like it, it was a given, but it was still cool to see. Uh, and of course, you know, uh, Maria Rambo being Captain Marvel was dope too. That was cool. I that was unexpected that and cool. 
Yes. And of course, for me, the hypest, Reed Richards, John Krasinski. It had Dude. to be. It had to be John Krasinski. It was, it was nobody else's but his. And I, I think I think he's actually signed on to do a to be Reed Richards. I hope so, because he he knocked it out of the park for me. Um I kind of felt bad that I didn't see it coming just because in the scene prior when they're in the cage and um and uh Christine was talking to him, uh she mentioned that you know they you know developed this technology at the Baxter Foundation. And of mm. course, if you know what that means, it's like, oh, the Fantastic Four. You know, so it's like like I don't know, I just didn't put two and two together at the moment. So like it was nice because it I got to be surprised with Reed Richards coming in. Um what was interesting throwaway line. That was like, I, oh I, nice re- nice Easter egg. That's it. I I just literally what I thought it was. But, no yeah. Uh, um but what's even more interesting is that um the tech that he used to come in um that is it correct me if I'm wrong but that is the warp tech that Thanos used? No. No. Not Thanos. Kang the Conqueror. Oh. From uh, Loki. People put two and two together. It's the same kind of tech because in the lore, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, fans, listeners, um, Kang the Conqueror is a descendant of Reed Richards. So it's a nice tie-in. Both both of them and fans caught it, and I I was like, wow, that is that's a hell of a, a match people caught, and so that is that is really cool. I yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. That's actually really cool. Um, so that 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 means the Fantastic Four has to be a major part of this this next um saga that they're doing, right? As long as they rapidly cool hot metal, you got nothing to worry about. <laughs> but yeah, I. I thought it was really cool. I thought they had a really cool collection of people that weren't necessarily the people that were on my mind, but I I thought it was great. Mm. What about you, Joel? Um, okay, we can just cut this out. Marcelo, do you need to step away? Do you still have a heart out, or I have a pretty? Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting pretty close to it. So, uh, but we're. Oh, over halfway, but yeah, I'll probably have to. Why don't you speak your uh, uh, that's what I'm looking speak for. Your, your piece. Uh, your piece on the uh, the Illuminati before you go. Yeah. Uh, what a fucking what a fucking fight scene, right? Oh, like, yeah. oh my god! Oh my god! Sm- oh, smartest man on earth immediately gives away <laughs> secret power. <laughs> <laughs> that's the joke going around. No, that scene, I mean, that was a horror scene right there, mm-hmm. right? I did not expect to see somebody's head get blown off like that. And, of course, they masked it really well because he was like, a, he had like a suit on. Oh, my God. Yeah. But it reminds it just, I'm watching the scene and I'm just totally going back to uh, Invincible. Yeah. Just, Shit. That whole scene. <laughs> it's just a less gory <laughs> Invincible scene. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're right, but. Uh, sorry, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, it was just like, of course, you tell the fucking Scarlet Witch, like, you're 
your ace in the hole's biggest like vulnerability and like she's just like all right no no more mouth what mouth <laughs> oh Fuck. so fucking good i was like what oh shit <laughs> and i was surprised that they actually showed it happening i thought they were gonna cut mm-hmm, away too. but no they were like nah we're going f- full in well, I think out of all of that, so let me just quickly kind of recap the death. So, of course, Black Bolt gets his head blown off. Uh, Reed Richard gets spaghettioed a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, which more that's like a, all of it. That's a, that, that's a crazy way to go, right? Like just like the little pop. Um, and uh, Peggy Carter gets halved. Now, have you guys seen the movie Walk Hard? I'm sure you have. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I'm like, Dewey, I've been halved. And I'm amazed that they kind of showed that a little bit. They showed the blood on the shield, which I thought was interesting. Again, it's it's a Disney Marvel movie, but they're showing like a lot of blood and then somebody being halved. Just like the image of like hearing it happen and then having her start to slide off and then cut to the bloody shield. It's like, oh, Mm -hmm. fuck. I could do this all day. She, in fact, in fact, could not do this all day. <laughs> oh. uh, Maria Rambo had the weakest death for sure. Like, yeah, that was a go... good fight, though. She was all they were all super like Saturday cartoon fighting, though. But yeah, I, I definitely see the, the stuff. She, ha- she definitely like if you're going to be that violent, you know, just getting crushed was the kind of the weakest way to go. I'm, I'm always curious to see if this like. A contractual thing like no i don't want to be seen on seen on set like on video like I, I don't know it was interesting uh and then i thought charles had it he indeed did not have it you know because he <laughs> oh my he God. gets into her mind yep and then oh man have you guys seen like the freeze frame stills of her coming up to him from behind and so no. most people think that he like that she just like broke his neck, but if you do it, if you if you frame it, he actually rips his head in half. Oh my god! I did not notice yeah, it, that. It, it's it's yeah. not ju- it's not just a neck break. It's like a like a I'm gonna like twist your head in half. Like Fuck. it's oh. brutal, dude. It's so brutal. She's an adventure. Um, Why wouldn't she go all the way? Yeah. No. Man, that was a scene. To, that's one of those scenes that you remember, for oh, sure. Yeah. Yep. Before I go into it, I I think that Suedo Avengers Illuminati fight was one of the strongest parts of the movie, and definitely, um, I was really hyped for this movie. But that definitely lived up to part of the hype that I was waiting for. And I wonder if you guys feel the same way. No, no, for sure. Because like this, this was the moment where it went from an average like Marvel movie into like, okay, this is the horror section now. Like we are mm-hmm. switching it up hardcore. And and like most people, though, I think, again, you know, we're talking about wanting uh, at least me wanting to have a little bit more exposition. I would have loved an extra like five minutes with the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, they because the way that they were written were kind of like, uh, you know, they were just, I, well, I guess because they, they kind of already knew everything that Doctor Strange didn't know yet, but it was just so quick. Like, it was like, oh, no, you're like, you're, you're an issue here in this universe. You got to go. 
oh, we can stop her, we can stop her, and then within seconds they're all just dead. It was. It just felt a little quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that that was yeah. That was the, my only gripe with that part. But yeah, it, it it just makes me wonder like how far it could have gone. Like it already went really far mm-hmm. for a Marvel movie, but like like you said earlier, it's like I wonder what the first version looked like. Oh, like gruesome as fuck and sick. <laughs> Probably. Oh. Um, I know you're you're running real close to your time, Marcel. I just want to ask you overall some of your hype moments or like just like parts of this movie we haven't talked about yet that you really liked. Yeah, no. Uh, so definitely. So kind of going in order, uh, the scene at. Uh, the scene at Carmartage, that first fight scene is great. The Illuminati scene, of course, is great. And, um, you know, most people will disagree with me, but I think that the scene where he fights the the Sinister Strange version, I thought that the music scene, I didn't like it. Um, it was very creative. It was very, you know, it was very funny, but like, I didn't enjoy it. And again, I need to rewatch it um, and like listen to it like at home with like my own like sound system or something like that to be able to enjoy it. But like I thought that the that one note is what's making the difference. I thought that was all a little it was a little too cheesy for me, which, you mm-hmm. know, um, you guys might have thought was really cool and, and really like um, so that that scene was all right. Um, that's funny because like I, I kind of enjoyed it, but I've actually been hearing your opinion a lot more from other people. So I've heard, yeah, I've heard yeah. a lot more people not like that scene. And then uh, kind of skipping towards the end, I thought that the zombie strange fucking around with those demons, that was really cool. I thought that was really f- like, again, and that's mm-hmm. all that evil dead stuff with those demons yeah. and all that manipulation. I thought that was all really fun, uh, really well done. I just like how he just flies with like a demon cape. Oh, it's so fucking <laughs> metal. It's like um Yeah, it's pretty metal. I will say too, one last thing before I have to jump off. Uh the 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 fandom attacking the little kids for the little ice cream song really fucked up. They're just kids. It was it was yeah. supposed to be bad. Like it was intentional. Like people who had a problem with that scene are obviously not parents. Because <laughs> Because kids do that kind of shit all the time. And it was like, why do you need to go after the actor? The actor's like, what, 12? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, that's crazy. That's, that, yeah, that was, that was no, 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 no. Anyways, uh, in general, movie for me was really great. Uh, and, and again, as we talk about it, things improve. You know, my, my score goes up a little bit. Mm. Um I'm glad the movie will be out on Disney Plus soon so that I can rewatch it at my own pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Marcelo, thank you for reappearing out of the mirror dimension. Welcome yes. back. Yes, I will, I will appear, hopefully, more often again if, uh, if I can. So I love you guys. Love you too, man. Love you I'll, too, bro. I'll talk to you guys. In every too. dimension, man. In every dimension. Every dimension. Every dimension.
All right. Um, so I guess we'll 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 pick up from where we left off. Um, I actually wanted to mention this because we kind of skipped over a little bit, but when uh, Doctor Strange met the Illuminati, they actually kind of told him what happened to their Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, I was gonna go into that. Uh, okay, right cool. After. Go for it. Go for it. All right. So even before that, he meets Charles Xavier. They play a little snippet of the fucking 90s theme song from the X-Men cartoon, and that fucking delighted me. I loved that cartoon as a kid. Um, as an adult, it's very campy, very fun. And I that was for me, I was like, well done. You just improved the score of this movie by five. <laughs> Good job. I mean, I'm just kidding. It wasn't that hard on it already. But it was like, nice touch. That was just, it was like, ah, that is, that's great. Oh, um, as they are putting Steven on trial, the Illuminati, because... They get to the point that every Stephen Strange in every universe is dangerous and a threat, which might be, you know, not entirely untrue. Because remember, of the 14,605,000 futures he looked into, right? Um, so ones where he or we won, but it's where he lives, right? What exactly. about the ones where he doesn't? We kind of touched on that earlier. But they go back to a really interesting scenario where the Illuminati is on Titan and they've actually defeated Thanos. And, um, but they, again, they come to the summary that, you know, Steven, you're dangerous in every universe and every dimension. And we have to, we have to kill you, which I think is a really interesting um, conclusion they come to. And that universe is strange. It's like, yeah, I kind of agree. He kind of like gives in. If he said something else, I don't remember. I, I have an excuse to rewatch it, but we do see the Thanos impaled. Like he's fucking dead, and they succeed. But the next biggest threat, of course, after Thanos, strange, and how they show the strange going out is fucking nuts because they show him like kneeling before the Illuminati, and Black Bolt takes off his mask or cover, or whatever, or he's gonna speak. He says, "I'm sorry," and it goes escalating, 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 and it just tears him apart. It was so brutal oh. as fuck. It was so interesting because, like, they were at the planet where they fought Thanos in Infinity War. So they're on, like, um, his planet. Um, and so you can kind of see. And what was so gruesome is that you that when they're panning in, you actually saw Thanos impaled, like, on rubble. It's like, oh, fuck. You know, you know they just, like, finished the fight. And like you said, um, I think, wasn't it because, like... Doctor Strange, the Bear Strange had to use. Um, oh, he had to use the Dark Hold. That's right. He's Dark Hold, and then it's like, okay, well, you can't be trusted because, like, you know, you have this ultimate power, and then he—that's he, where it is. And like, he understood, so he kind of like accepted his fate. But like, even though it's like a moment where you know we didn't meet these these characters for that long, um, just kind of like having Black Bolt just like whisper, like "I'm sorry," and then like you said, it just kept amping and amping and amping till like it yeah. became like a piercing scream, and like he, Strange, literally disintegrated. Yeah, and it's like I never saw um, Inhumans, so like this is me seeing his power for the first time, like Black Black Bolt's power for the first time. Like, oh fuck, okay, it's brutal and. Uh... I mean, I'm going to get to the, the big scene we just talked about, but me and my our buddy Fernando has been on here. We, I don't know. One day we were playing Sea of Thieves, and I was just like, I, I messed up. like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's like, are you making fun of the black bolt? <laughs> <laughs> I was, but at the same time, it's it's uh, 
such a powerful scene, you know? It's mm-hmm. it's a memory we are, or, you know, event we've experienced in the theater with this character, but now it's a different take on it, and it's just really interesting, interesting to see how they dealt with it. And um, I don't know how they got to decide that scene or a different scene, but that was a really great choice, I think, for them to expand upon and, you know, uh, utilize, like, it's just a great moment. I, I just I, that moment is, is a really standout moment for me, also. But of course, you know, it's like there's some, you know, they reach their point, like, "Hey, bad Steven, sorry, we got to kill you." Professor X is kind of on his side; he's gonna let him go because you know he's a mutant; he understands. And then, of course, we already touched upon it. The fight scene it's gruesome, right? It's oh, it's it's very horror, very action packed. Very good. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, um, before that, we have a little repeat. Again, another throwback. Uh, Wanda's killing Ultron bots again. You know, that was a nice touch. Nice throwback to Age of Ultron. It's like, here she is again, destroying these machines that took away you know, her family from her. And now she's going to fight these people. And everyone's going to take her family away from her again. It's, it's, you know, it's history repeating. But yeah, of course, we get the, uh, you know, Mr. I'm the smartest man in the universe dumbass grabs Wanda. I was like, what a fucking idiot. But yeah, again, the head exploding black bolt. Oh my God. I was like, wow, they, they went there. Um, of course, you know, I could do this all day. Roy Rambo. And then, you oh. know, the, the head snap was, Oh man, that you, I mean, it was like a weird transition that like uh zone where he's trying to save Wanda in her own mind. Yeah. I feel like they could have been more creative with that, but again, you know, maybe there was time, or that's just how they envision it horror wise. Well, I mean, it was already like kind of a, it, a it, lot going on. It's like a quote unquote, like kind of, for lack of a better word, say dirty, but it's kind of like a clean, clear image of what he needs to do. So I feel like they conveyed that pretty well. And then, of course, we snap back to reality. It's like, oh, fuck, she snaps his fucking neck with, and then some. So what I thought was really great is that they really went back to like classic X-Men of having him kind of being in that kind of like in the mind where it's like a void, but then you have Mm -hmm. that one specific area that he's looking for. And then of course he's like walking around, which is, which is a nice touch, like a nice little reference back. Um, But just like, like everybody knew that Scarlet Witch was strong and like Mm -hmm. that she could do a lot of things, but like this really proved like what she can do with her power to mm-hmm. the point where she was able to reach into technically her own mind, but then also reach into Xavier and then somehow just like, you know, handle that problem of hers, you know, of, of Charles Xavier. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like you said, it's just, it's such an interesting, just kind of like, because everybody like looked at her, it's like, oh, you know, okay, we can do. It's like, we can handle her. Of course, they don't really know who she is, but it's. And then Doctor Strange is also just like, hey, you know, no, you can't handle this. Like, I know you don't believe me, but you can't handle this. But um, I do like that they kept to Xavier's kind of like, he doesn't give up on anybody kind of way. Because like, no. even though it's like, I don't trust you, but hey, anyone can change. Or anyone, exactly. anyone deserves a second chance. So it was very, yep. very Charles Xavier. Um, but of course, after, after that whole debacle, and of course, like Strange kind of fights um, um, a little bit too. But like we get that chase scene. Do and um, 
I want Joel, I want you to kind of guide us through this chase scene a little bit. Oh, <laughs> um, so yes, the, um, basically the Illuminati gives inadvertently they give strange enough time to K- team up with Christine America Chavez to um, basically go and try to get to the book of Ashanti for Wanda does so she can, you know, not get her ultimate wish or whatever. Um, there's basically like a large, it's almost like, I would say like an iron tight World War II bunker. They have to get through doors are closing. They're trying to seal Wanda off and it just doesn't work. You know, there's a couple jump scares. There's like a really slow water moving them turning and she's just appears. And it's just like, Ooh, a nice little phase in. It was as far as horror movies go and blending that into the MCU. They did that pretty well. Just there are just some great moments of her just like it's like yeah the witch is here and it's like oh shit like just raising the stakes higher. Um, they're you know able to slow her down a little and get to the next part, but it's just interesting to me. It's like how are you going to stop the Scarlet Witch? You know they they, they don't stop her. They just slow her down mm-hmm. and it, they just really show that she's super powerful. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and it was kind of interesting, um, cause obviously like she, she kind of got messed up. So she's like in this portion of the scene, the whole chase, it's like, she started really turning into like this, like we saw in what if like there was the, the zombie Scarlet witch and it was kind of like that little bit of horror where it's like, it was, it was dimly lit and she was kind of, you know, she was, she was messed up a little bit. So she was kind of like moving very weird, but she was almost kind of like, not in attitude, but she like looked primal at some point, which even like added on yeah. to like the the fear, like like unhinged. For yeah, sure. and it was very effective um, for that scene, especially when um, they tried to lock her out, and then they, because I think they're underwater or at some point, but they kind of like busted like this water this water pipe. So like water started rushing into the the tunnel, and they closed the door behind her, and it's like it got silent, and it was like an eerie silence, and it was like oh shit, okay, mm-hmm. like what's gonna happen next? Like ready for like a like a jump scare or some kind of thing like that. Just quick, quick, couple quick throwbacks, just so we don't forget. Um, the reason why she's also going for the bookish Vishanti because their dark hold and their dimension was destroyed by a wizard who sacrifices themselves at Kamertaj. And um, we get snippets here there of Wong making it, is he not? The really good teases throughout, like, oh, shit, don't kill the Sorcerer Supreme. But um, I just wanted to throw it back really quick because I forgot. They mention an incursion, actually, um, a- event that happens. And for those who read the comics, the incursion event is when two uh, Earths essentially are going to collide. And they have to destroy an Earth so that way one Earth can survive and the other doesn't. Which I didn't think they would even touch upon. Ooh. Ever in the MCU, I thought that would be like I don't know, maybe in Captain America twenty they have an incursion, but you know what I mean? Like, no. Here's a little nugget for you. Like, we fucking destroyed a planet so ours could live. It's like wow. So they, this movie, even though I, I harp on it a little, it really like pushes the boundaries of what we know and what they're gonna do. And even though if it was kind of a stagnant start, they've opened up the doors for what they can do next for sure. Oh That's, yeah. I just wanted to uh, point that out really quick. Um, but yeah, so we get farther, and then they actually go back to the air. Like, they unlock, there's a door that's locked by Steven's watch. She's like, oh, of course, I'm the only one who's going to lock it. It's my watch because 
in every universe, Doctor Strange has a watch by Christine, right? So, opens the door, and there they find the Book of Ashanti. But then, <laughs> you know, like, oh, we have the item. We're great. We're going to stop her. Nah, it's the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> She's five steps ahead of you guys. Come on. She outsmarted the smartest man in the fucking universe. You think you're going to beat her with this one thing? She destroys the Darkhold. I mean, not the Darkhold, sorry. She destroys the Book of Ashanti, you know? Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she gets her goal. She takes control of America Chavez, and she, like, sends, you know, Strange and Christine out of there. You know, it's like, oh, shit, did she just win? You know? <laughs> like, everything they've been doing, you know, they've got roadblocks in the way, and they still, like, everything they do, they just, they're just essentially stopped to this at this point, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. Like, like I, I, I surely thought, like, okay, we must be getting to the end of the movie because, like, you know, we finally got to our point. It's like, not, same, not yet. <laughs> oh, no, extra steps. Like, it's like, okay, how do we get out of this, right? And so, we end up in a universe where, uh, basically, they're kicked to that incursion planet, uh, Christine and Strange, and then they go. They, it's like, oh, where should we go? And then it's like, the best place to start is probably the Sanctum in this universe. And of course, uh, the, for those who were watching the trailers, they find the Sinister Strange in that Sanctum with like a huge stairway to this elevated area. It's like desecrated and, you know, dilapidated and shit. And, you know, Strange tries to talk. You know, this whole phase is all about facing yourself. And this Strange definitely does. You know, he... All these heroes have been facing themselves, Wanda included, and it's just like, hey, you know, maybe we could kind of work together. And if I use, you know, just let me borrow the dark hold so I could stop Wanda. And then even the evil strange is like, you know, this will come at a price, right? Like, you know, this will have problems with it. Um, it's like, you know, it's still his book. He's like, you know, I'll just do it for you. So they end up having the musical fight we're talking about which I thought was pretty creative. We actually haven't seen that in the MCU. We've seen, like, sound, you know, hurting a symbiote in a different universe, but we haven't mm-hmm. seen actual, you know, cheap music being used, turning into weapons and throwing each other. Well, that, that was cool. And then we have this little, like, harmony and dissonance fight going back and forth. Yeah, I I, I understand that what Marcelo, Marcelo was saying before, like, I could see how some people thought that was very cheesy and very kind of like, mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, what's this? Like, what's this? But... I don't know. I I lean more onto the side like okay, this is kind of creative. Cause if it felt, yeah. it's like yeah, is it campy? Is it kind of cheesy Definitely. a little bit? But it's like it it works. You know, the, these it's are new. two. It's fresh. These are two sorcerers that are using their magic in a creative way to kind of like fight each other. And yeah, it's it's for it's for a bit in in this movie. But it I think it worked as cheesy as it is, but it's like, it's, it's, you know, it's Sam Raimi and it's a, and it's a Marvel movie. So like, there's going to be a little bit of camp involved. Yeah. He so. wasn't going to use like dark magic to rip Sinister Strange in half and like lick his corpse, you know, as much as <laughs> some of us would love it. It's going to, you know, it's, I think this is what's part of the problem as well. No, I shouldn't say problem. The reason why it feels like disjointed, the word I was looking for earlier is there is a like, good mix of horror and mcu flavor but to me it didn't flow as well as i had hoped to but i'm also spoiled by no way home and other movies too right where Mm -hmm. it's like a one one kind of movie right as opposed to this we have multiple flavors multiple dimensions right Right. so 
we get that like campy horror with like MCU humor and heroism and hero moments, right? And I think at least the first time I watched, it doesn't flow well. But again, like if I bet now, of course we're talking about it. It's cool. I'm gonna watch it again. I'm sure I'm gonna feel better about it. But yeah, that's definitely a part of it. Yeah, and like that's what I was kind of saying before, where I'm kind of glad they didn't go all in on like mm-hmm. look at how many multiverses there are because like if i can i can guarantee you there are people that even with like the amount they got in here they're still kind of like okay so what are we doing now it's like what are we in so it's like oh yeah it would definitely lose the audience it, it would definitely lost like a majority of the audience anyway so this is just like i like to say that this movie is the official jumping off point where it's like yeah we we had a taste of like the multiverse with um with no way home a little bit but it was still like things were coming into the world we are familiar we are like 11 years in yeah. you know so it's like oh cool it's like the the spider-man villains that we've seen from other movies that's cool it's like that's a like, neat little like throwback kind of thing but now we are officially getting to is like okay these there are other universes other than the MCU that we know and love so I feel like from now on, we're going to start getting more of that, hopefully. Like, I don't know, like, what they have planned for other movies as far as, or other um, Disney Plus shows. Yeah. But um, I just wanted to, um, back to the, the Dark Strange thing. I thought it was interesting when... Um, our Doctor Strange went in and kind of looked around and it's like, it kind of had a little bit of resemblance to like, since it was an incursion world, it kind of had a resemblance of, um, of Kang's place in Loki a little bit. Oh yeah. Like I saw that, I saw the similarities of what they're trying to go for. It was like a world between worlds kind of thing. Yep. Um, but it was just very interesting where, <laughs> He had to prove to the other Doctor Strange that he was indeed a, a Doctor Strange, and yeah. it's like, it's like I understand like they would have similarities, but it was kind of I, I personally thought it was kind of funny where it's like <laughs> they had very similar upbringings up to a point. Yeah, where it's like I I was like I was half expecting that the um the Sinister Strange to be like, motherfucker, that didn't happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sacrifice Tony. I ate him, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, um, after the magic fight, basically it's like, I can use the dark hole to stop Wanda from siphoning the power and killing America Chavez. You know, we kind of, this is basically what's going to happen. I'm going to use the dark hole. You know, I'm going to use this thing I'm not supposed to use, which is like Dr. Strange's fucking MO, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So gets to Darkhold, he asks, again, Christine for help, because he always needs a good sidekick, no matter what. And Which is interesting, it's like, you know, if I use this, it's gonna tap into, you know, dark powers, because in order to stop the Wanda in his universe, because they're in another universe, he's gonna take, which I thought was really cool, take control of the dead Strange, and um, use it to fight Wanda, but of course, it comes at a price, like, because you're playing with the dead, demons come out, which is very Sam Raimi, and I thought they do- they did very well. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, he asked Christine to protect his body, essentially. And, it, you know, it doesn't go smooth, which I like. It's like, oh, I have control. Christine doesn't do anything. No, it's like she's, like, fighting demons. They're, like, fucking him up. He has to, like, go back in. So I, I do appreciate that, like, 
Strange is very powerful, but he still has more learning to do and more power to to learn. You know, I, I really appreciate that. But yeah, uh, Marcel mentioned earlier he gets like the the he harvests and utilizes the demons to make a cape and project himself forward and oh, to go uh, basically a... take on Wanda. And of course, we see Wong, who we, you know got thrown off a cliff. He's good. Woohoo! Sorcerer Supreme. He makes it. You know, <laughs> Wong versus success. Um, but yeah, and just. They have this like undead fight, you know, and it's these demons. There are these like monster things that like, you know, we're worshiping Wanda. They kick the shit out of him, but it just, of course, it comes back to the, you know, the MCU moment. Like, it's your choice. Do what you want. Um, you know, I'm always here for you. I'm your friend. You know, it's like a nice heartwarming moment. The middle of the horror. Um, Marcelo, I know I'm speaking to him. He's like, that was cheesy as fuck, and it it was. It was super like the friends we made along the way, and it, mm-hmm. you know, it knew what it was that moment. I was like, okay, I know what we're doing here. <laughs> uh, like, I just wanted, I just wanted to mention, like, as for Sam Raimi appreciation, you were mentioning before the little demons that, um, that Strange eventually got a hold of, um, very Sam Evil Dead to the point when when they were attacking Wanda. <laughs> They like they had the same mannerisms as like a demon from The Walking or not Walking from um from Evil Dead where they're like hey, you're not gonna run away now <laughs> but it wasn't like that over the top it was like very it was very subtle like you could hear them talking a little bit if you're paying attention yeah, yeah. but it was just like oh this is like at that point I was loving it because like I grew up on Evil Dead so I was just like oh hell yeah let's fucking go <laughs> yeah after the all. You know, the friends who made along the way moment, you know, we finally get America Chavez to be badass, which for me, she should have been, you know, I mean, it, for plot service and devices, she kind of need to be nerfed because oh, I want to be a movie, right? It's like, oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. kick the skeleton, which is ass. I sent it to another dimension. But she finds herself power within herself. And she instead of like essentially being, I mean, she does kind of kick the shit out of Wanda, but the real power she uses is to send Wanda to the universe where she was trying to get new kids again and steal the children. Um, it's like, finds out those kids are afraid of her because he's essentially a monster and it's like oh like you guys don't love me i'm your mother it's like no you're not our mom you're crazy as shit and uh, you know there's that whole ice cream song that people were harassing the kids about not cool but it's it's just again like wanda has to face herself again she's mm-hmm. been through so much with age of ultron you know vision dying in infinity war Again, she has to fight Thanos, almost destroys him, and then again loses Vision and her kids, and is going to lose her kids again. Mm-hmm. And it's just like she's been through so much, and she, she like essentially, I, I mean, lack of a better word, she's, she's like done. It's like, you know, if I don't have my kids, why, why am I here? Um, and mm-hmm. she essentially, we, we kind of fast forward a little, like her castle of darkness that, you know, was made to honor the scarlet witch falls apart we see like a red blast where she you know it looks like it might have killed her we speculate that i mean i think it's a cop out i've talked about it with some of our nerdy friends mm-hmm. she's not done no. definitely not done but it, it could be that way like if they if elizabeth Olsen wanted to be done you could be done right there i don't think so i think she wants to do way more but if they, let's say for whatever reason contract or whatever that could be the end of that scarlet witch but we have a whole multiverse as well so yeah could definitely bring uh... in more we kind we kind of blazed past like this one like thing. It's like when 
So when the Scarlet Witch is like chasing Strange and the gang, like across the multiverse, uh, it's technically not her. Because she... That's true. They, they they did this thing that they bring up called dreamwalking. It's kind of like that that concept we brought up earlier where it's like when you're dreaming, you're seeing yourself from another universe kind of like doing doing something. Um, so this is technically what she... Like she, she focused her power and dreamwalked into that universe's Wanda to go do that. So all that shit that she was doing to, with like the Illuminati stuff was that universe's Wanda. And when America Chavez opens up that portal to that dimension again and like you know um the kids get freaked out and they call her a monster and then like she looks over and she sees the one that she took control of all beaten up and stuff and that's when like she had that you know whatever like the dark hold was kind of doing to her she kind of like breaks out of it and she's like oh fuck what did i do it's like like i am i am this monster but then I think one of the most powerful scenes, at least for Wanda as a character, is having that that Wanda walk up to her and just kind of kind of get on her level and just be like, "The kids are going to be okay." You know, it's like the kids yeah. are going to be loved, and then it's like, "Oh, like following her journey from Ultron to now, it's just like." fuck man like that that is so powerful for that character you know you know it's it's sad because she doesn't get the life that she wanted but it's in a weird way she's reassuring herself that no matter what in whatever universe is that her kids are going to be okay and her her kids are going to get the life that they deserved and so it's like uh and then yeah of course like she presumably does the the self-sacrifice and like destroys the um what do they call it um mount uh Wundagore? I don't remember. I think it was Mount Wundagore. Um I, but it's yeah. basically where the dark hold was, you know, created. Um and yeah, they had the whole like prophecy of the Scarlet Witch kind of like enshrined yeah, in there yeah. too. Um but yeah, I don't like like you said, I don't think she's dead. Like she, no, she, but... she is too strong of a character to be dead. Like, just like that. Like, I really hope the rumors of the, the Scarlet Witch thing are true. And it'll be kind of like a new jumping off point for that character. Cause I feel like yeah. we've gotten to a point where this chapter of her story is closed finally. And now she can, wherever it, if it's, her do having a brand new start or her kind of going into a more not sinister, but like kind of more of a, like, you know, I'm going to do th- I'm going to do this for me kind of thing. And like, kind of like regroup herself in a way, maybe. Um, but I feel like there's so much more that is yeah. left on the table for her to do. And Elizabeth Olsen is has done a fantastic job with this character. Like she is, she is the Scarlet Witch. Like just like how Robert Downey Jr. was Iron Man. Like she is the Scarlet Witch. And then with that, you know, we kind of resolve. They start rebuilding Carmitage. Wong Chavez return there. They 
everyone goes to the universe. Strange says to, you know, Christine Palmer, we kind of joked about it. You know, I love you in every universe, but you know, he can't have Christine in every universe, you know? Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he's insecure about it, but Christine knows like, you know, you just worry about yourself and things will be okay. Right. Um, then <laughs> we, uh, it's essentially the end of the movie. I'm fast forwarding a little. Um, you know, he, he kind of like walks around. He's happy. And it does the horror ending where you think he's clear. You know, he's good. He's clean. He's like, ah! And he like, he looks up and the third eye comes out. Oh, no. Like, what the fuck? I mean, it's, it's very campy, very horror, very horror. I just didn't expect the MCU to end with that. And I just, it, it makes but me hey. laugh. And it takes me out a little, but I enjoy it. Like in it, retrospect, I was like, "This is dumb," but it's it's kind of great. It's <laughs> it's a little goofy, especially because of the third eye is a little goofy, but it just goes to show. It's like, hey, you fucked with the dark hold, and that's you know there are gonna be repercussions for that shit. And I'm glad he didn't like get away clean. That's mm. that's a good um, like commitment to that. So I I appreciate that very much. And then you know it's like we get the credits, yeah, like, yeah, we watch multiverse, um, and then. Of course, we get our post credits. Um, Strange is like walking around, but then of course he runs into <laughs> Charlize Theron, which I didn't ex- fucking expect. Great, you know, to see her, and she she is good. Uh, essentially, it's like, hey, Strange, we, you know, I'm about to do something, you know, dangerous. You want to come along? And he's like, of course. And his third eye opens. They go in the dark dimension, and uh, she's playing Clea, uh, one of uh, Doctor Strange's love interests in the comics. But yeah, but it's interesting because she I don't say it, but in the comics, Clea is a descendant of Dormammu, or at least related mm. to Dormammu. But she... when she opens up that portal, we look and we see it's the dark dimension where Dormammu is from. So it had a very like that was like the MCU ending. He's like, I'm ready, let's go. And then the third eye opens. <laughs> yeah, so we... now this is where I had the whiplash effect because we ended the movie proper with him screaming in pain with the eye opening and then the first post credit scene is him just like walking down the street like nothing fucking happened. It's like, oh, yeah. having a good ass day. Yeah. And, and then of course, uh, Clea comes out. And at the time, I was like, uh, who is that? Yeah, right. It, it was very weird. Like, if you're not a big Doctor Strange fan and you don't know everything, that scene is going to be very weird. You're not going to understand what's going on. Um, I only knew that it was his love just because of the blonde hair. Like, the outfit kind of took me out. I was like, oh, wait, okay. that's his future. Yeah, because in the com- I have a comic run of him where he hates okay. with her. Like, oh, yeah, she has blonde hair. It's not, he's not actually with Christine. But it's like, oh, it's a look to the future. Mm-hmm. So that, was, that was cool. And then, of course, it's fucking Charlize Theron, man. Like, fucking good on you. That's a good secret MCU, no. by the way. Iron tight. Oh, yeah. Now, correct oh, me if I'm wrong, but... Iron tight on the seat. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't she say that there was a possible incursion happening with this universe? I believe so. So maybe Doctor Strange 3, they're going to fucking blow up a planet. <laughs> or save theirs. Or reach some solution. Who knows? Okay. So we, we've gotten to kind of the end of the movie. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna start putting up my specul right. I'm gonna start putting my speculation hat on. I mean, speculation nine instead. Oh yeah, my 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 third speculation, my third yeah, spectacle. Yeah. Strange eye. Um. So let's say okay. So there's there's a possible incursion because all the shit they've been doing. 
um, you know, because they had dimension hopping and whatnot. Um, so now that Doctor Strange is kind of ha- has ties with Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if if this happens, which I don't think there's any plans, at least not right now. Do you think it's possible that we could somehow tie in a Spider-Verse-like scenario where the other universe that is incurred is creating the incursion is the one that Miles Morales is in? Because in the comics, he does lose his universe and he has to come live in the 616. And... I know like a lot of comic book fans are kind of like annoyed, but in this movie they did refer to the MCU one as six one six, even though it's technically not true. Um I mean, this could possibly be a the beginnings of a way in for Miles Morales to come in oh, and then yeah. and then kind of complete the first batch of new Avengers. Be dope. That's just a thought. Um, That's just a thought. It's also possible because remember in No Way Home, uh, the Sony verse Spider-Man, he says, you guys have magic here too. Might be able to bridge that Spider-Man in too. So, oh, interesting. Uh, impossible. But I love the idea of Miles. We've already had Andrew Garfield. He says he's kind of done, which I agree. He had a great redemption. No Way Home. That was you perfect. Listen to that podcast. Listen to it. We had a lot of fun with that one. But yeah, I, there's rumors that they have a Miles, and of course, I would love to see it. Miles Morales is great. Love the game. Love his comics. As long as it's done well. That's all I would want. Done well. And, yeah, just mm-hmm. it'd be cool. And I just, the incursion thing blows my mind, man. I Will they fucking destroy a planet? I mean, I'm sure they'll talk about, like, destroying a planet to save their own, you know? But, you know, they'll have that question, like, is are these per- people worth killing to save ours? You know, that's going to be the big question, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, and then that's the end of the movie. And, I mean, it didn't help that, like, and like I said, I put this movie with way high standards, like no way home and beyond level standards. Because um, that's what I expected it to be. And, right. You know, in retrospect, that's not very wise. But, I mean, also, I'm, I was spoiled by no way home in a way. I, I, it was great. It's what I wanted. And I love Spider-Man. I gave that the same treatment as multiverse. Um, um, right. Also, didn't help that our theater had no fucking circulation, so I was already annoyed. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's like fucking, I was sweating, and I'm the kind of person where I do not want people talking during my movie. Mm-hmm. A couple of our friends were chatting, and I was a little annoyed too. So it takes me out sometimes, and I'm just that kind of guy. But again, I think having talked about it. You know, we're reviewing it. I think if I watch it again, I'm going to enjoy it even further. And mm-hmm. again, I just want to reiterate, great, strange sequel, but this is definitely a Scarlet Witch movie. Oh, for sure. Like, this this is this is more so a story for Scarlet Witch, for sure. Um, I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying no. how it is. <laughs> yeah. And I, I thought it was done pretty well. I, like, mm-hmm. I know there, there's been some kind of discourse about how weird uh, it was for Scarlet Witch for this movie, but I, I don't know. Maybe it's just my my train of thought for this. But I thought it everything kind of lined up for me at least, at least knowing what I like, knowing 
what I know or how I perceived like the ending of WandaVision in a way. Cause like once you introduce the dark hold, like some, something's going to like some bad shit's going to happen, you know, whether it's intentional or not, you know, and I definitely am on the perspective of this. This wasn't just something where one is like, okay, I'm going to be evil now. It's like, no, like this, this is the dark hole taking over her, um, kind of her because she, she like even though she kind of had that kind of you know letting go moment in one division it's like it's very obvious that you know there's still something like there in the dark hole that grabbed onto it and like okay i'm going to amplify this and you know i'm going to make you do you know a lot of bad shit you know for this but i don't know if if this is where her character ends, I think it would, I think then it would be kind of a disservice a little bit just yeah. based on her character. So I really do hope that there is more potential like more potential for continuing or be like beginning a new chapter for her in the in the future. Um uh as far as like how you were mentioning before how like no way home had like set up so many expectations for kind of like the multiverse theory as far as the MCU goes. Um, when we're talking earlier about, you know, filming delays and stuff, um, this movie was made before, uh, no way home. Oh, I didn't know that. This movie was supposed to come out like this movie was supposed to come out in 20, one i believe um so that little scene push back now that you mentioned it yeah so that little scene where dr strange and one like talked to america chavez about spider-man real like for real quick that was something that they did in reshoots because they knew that this was going to come out after no way home so knowing that information kind of puts this movie into perspective, basically it's like, okay, well why is Dr. Strange acting like this is all new shit to him when he dealt with this in no way home? It's like, well, because technically this is supposed to be before Yeah, they just had to kind of mixed around because of weird scheduling, which did it hurt the movie? Not really. Not, not a lot. But... For sure. It may it make me it makes me wonder what it would have been like if we got the release schedule the way it was supposed to be, and oh, yeah. see how much that would change people's opinions a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh. Definitely, this movie better than Morbius by a billion fold. <laughs> Hell yeah, a fucking billion fold. Y- y'all tried to meme it, and look what happened. It did even fucking worse on re-release, even worse. I will I will say this one thing. I'm doing everybody knows I love steelbooks. I'm doing a Best Buy watch. Um Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness still does not have a steelbook yet. But you know but you know what fucking does? Oh, because they have a deal with Sony. Yeah. So <laughs> if any, don't even have to mention. If anybody <laughs> if anybody wants your Morbius steelbooks, Best Buy's got the <laughs> Oh no! Oh, if you made it this far, I feel like you're probably in agreement with a lot we've said, but also like 
maybe you felt like me it was disjointed or maybe it was just a fun ride. It just, I feel like I just need to watch it again, though, having mm-hmm. talked about it. it there, again, some amazing moments and really interesting choices. Um, but yeah, I, I think I need to see it again. And it, it's definitely fun for sure. And I think I'm not really a horror person, but I definitely could appreciate those elements. And I know we have two horror fans that we're watching. They really love the movie. So I think it was definitely made for them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I look forward to like doing a deep dive into this once, um, like it comes out on home release and then, mm-hmm. Especially once they once they venture more into like kind of like the multiverse a little bit and kind of see like okay well you know how does you know it help progress this this new storyline that they're going yeah. with um but yeah overall overall thoughts I think it's worth watching definitely I think I think if if you've enjoyed most. MCU movies, I think you'll you'll be very surprised by the 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 twists and turns that this one takes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, shout out to you know Wong being a fucking G Hell in yeah. this movie. I know we didn't yeah. t- he, like he was he wasn't in this movie a lot, but the scenes he was in, he was great. Like Wong is a very good um, character. MCU just like knows how to make side character like like sidekick yeah, characters. Casting is great. Fucking knocks it out of the park. Every movie has yeah. a great sidekick character. It's great. And I just want to say, if you enjoyed this multiverse movie, I cannot recommend enough. Everything, everywhere, all at once. That is another multiverse movie, and that is what I wanted out of this movie. Um, oh. Check it out. It's not. I wouldn't say it's not superhero, but also there are some definitely some mystic sci-fi elements that are enjoyable, and it's like a there's still a, a core family story. And if you haven't seen it, I, I, just watch it, check it out. Um, let me your thoughts because that movie was a fucking ride, and I think they did what I wanted from this movie. Like I said, so check it out if you got time. Yeah, if you if you like multiverse stuff. Everything, everywhere at once. Just had to shout it out. Hell Crazy yeah. Movie. Hell yeah. Um, all right. So, I think this is the end of the review. Um, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that was our opinions of Multiverse of Madness. Um, if anybody listening has opinions or wants to discuss uh, this movie or anything else in the MCU more, Joel, where can they do that? Questions, comments, disagreements with our multiverse podcast. Well, look no further. Comment on our Twitter links, on our YouTube comments down below, but most importantly, how to reach us quickly, mail us questions, concerns, comments, mecca, madness, whatever. Why do we nerdcast? Gmail.com. Did I get it right? Why do we nerdcast? At what? Gmail.com. Hell yeah. And of course, Joel, where can they find you? 
before you find me, because I can talk about me all fucking day, our buddy Marcelo had to leave because he has to take care of his family and other things. Oh, um, yeah. You can find him at M90Plays on Twitter. You can also find him on Instagram doing his real estate stuff. Marcelo Sanchez, Z-R-E on Instagram. Find him there. Hit him with your opinions. Tell him that The Last Jedi is a fucking good movie. <laughs> All right. Other than that, find me, Acoustic Avenger on Twitch, Acoustic Avenger on Twitter, but the I is replaced by a one. Mad Mech Monster Mind on Spotify and SoundCloud. Thank you to those who have been listening and coming from here. Again, check out our other episodes too, United We Nerdcast. Uh, podcast we have a bunch of other review episodes long form episodes we have some round tables if you haven't checked them out this is your first intro to us i highly advise going to the other ones especially the moon knight one i fucking love that one i mean i love moon knight though all right brian where do we find you well you can find me on twitter and instagram at brian saber and that's a saber of the re um you okay. can also uh catch me on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash brian saber where i i you know stream a lot of different things i also like to you know have discussions on there so you know come check me out have a conversation have some fun um but yeah i think that's a wrap i want to see what they do what if for this what oh. if vision was there i mean i feel like vision would be super logical but i want them to go nuts with this with what if like that's that would be a great thing, I think. You know, I'm actually I'm actually slightly surprised that White Vision wasn't in this movie. Me too. But also, he'd be super logical. He would just talk Wanda down. and just be like, have you heard the ship of Theseus? <laughs> like, for 30 <laughs> fucking minutes. <laughs> so I, I can see why they took him out. But hopefully oh. in the future, for that undisclosed pro- uh, project, almost a product, I think, I think even though they're technically different and they don't need each other, I mean, we... There's some reconciliation that's got to go on. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Thanks for thanks for uh, listening to this uh, United Nerd Reviews, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't know what you were making fun of the black folk. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that fucking scene. You know, we almost went to Star Wars Celebration, but my work said no. Yeah. Oh, well. That's okay, because I almost got, I got COVID anywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, shit.